Welcome to our pepperoni. Why did I? Last week when we did that, I went, this is going to come back somehow. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad. After all that shit you gave me about not acknowledging a cold opening, you, that's how you're no, starting No, but it? like we, we decided to call it something. And because we decided to call it something, it deserves to be called what it deserves to be called. Now, fully understand that this is probably the last time this reference will ever be said. Yeah. Because it is a dumb name. That's what we said about the scatting too. And Yeah, and you stopped. I did last podcast. Yeah, very little. Trying to be a good boy. You are a. Yeah? Keep going. Let's roll the intro. Wow. We're also saying roll the intro again, too, now? No, I just wanted to get out of that situation. Sorry, I had to take a big gulp. So. Of water. Of water. While I take a big gulp of vodka. Which is just what. I like that you didn't even commit to the bit and drink the actual <laughs> bottle of water. You just full cap on. No, but the thing is, is that truthfully, we're not recording. The, like, like visually. So like. I thought you said we're not recording. I'm like, well, I'm fucking over recording. So, Sotono, Sotono. We uh, made a lot of promises last time. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's start off with the, we're, we're taking a little while because it is a good idea. But like we said, we want to do a whole podcast dedicated to our Erase Remake Keep idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, it's been a busy week for me. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of... I was going to call you out. I'm glad you called yourself no, out. No, yeah. Work work has been kind of kicking my ass this week. Yeah. Um. So I've just been a little all over the place. But we are definitely going to do it Um. soon. We're just get, we've already had some people submit some things already. So mm-hmm. we're just waiting until we get a lot more and then we're going to do that. But I thought I would do something interesting today because okay. you have no idea what I have planned today. No. Which I think like is most of these which I think is fitting recordings. because this is how last Donald, welcome to our director draft picks of 2022. Director? So you guys really enjoyed our Disney oh, Channel original movie you. draft picks, uh, in which we all kind of had our own little things. Um, so what I thought would be an excellent idea, you know, obviously we talk a little about movies and directors and stuff, is I have a very extensive list here mm-hmm. of movie directors. Mm-hmm. Uh we're gonna flip a coin. Don't and I go first since you got one first last I'll time? let Is you that? go first for the first yeah, one. Christopher and Nolan. Then, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. No. I have the names. Oh, okay. So what we're doing is I'm going to give you a director. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Are any of them women? Yes. Oh. I. You will find out okay. when it happens. Dumbass. But I have <laughs> I have a list of movie uh, movie directors here. Okay. Uh, We're going to flip a coin. I'll let you get the first one. Are you going to send me the list so that I no. can pick from it? No. You're just going to say them out loud and I'm going to say them out loud. You're going to have your IMDb open because I know you're going to forget some things. No, remember Uh, directors are something I know a lot I know, I know. And what you're going to do is you're going to pick one movie from that director. Oh, we're doing it differently. We each get one movie from that director. Oh. And we are obviously not allowed to pick the same movie. So get that IMDb ready, boy. And welcome to our director draft picks okay can i pick the first director well i have the list in of how we're gonna do it can i pick the the first director is christopher nolan i don't want it to be christopher nolan okay well once again you could i'll let you pick your first director and then we're gonna go down the list so who's your first damien chazelle okay i already had him on the list so yeah but i want him to be the first one since i'm picking first i I, can i can i already gonna be la la land it's gonna be la la land (laughs) so you're picking la la land 
elaborate yeah. your you know we gotta no, get I mean, into like, it like, like we've, we've said it before on the podcast la la land is like legitimately my second favorite movie of all time it is uh the movie that kind of made me fall back in love with the art of filmmaking uh i think i wrote an entire video essay that you're the only one that has ever seen it was a good video essay. it was uh, color about theory the, about color color theory, theory baby um, no and, and it's just i've always loved musicals since i was a very like since i was a boy my favorite movie ever is the sound of music because that's the movie my mom first showed me um mm -hmm. and la la land just gave me the same feeling that the sound of music once gave me so yeah damon chazelle la la land you have a really good pick as his number two though so my official damon chazelle uh pick and like i said we'll start flipping a coin but I, i'm glad that we started strong with this one uh it's obviously whiplash yeah okay uh, were you in, gonna pick la la land like if you uh, if, if I had the choice, yeah. I would, I okay. would, but I am also like there's some directors I have on here where if if you get it first, I'm like, I would have wanted this choice, yeah. but like, but with I love La La Land and Whiplash so mm -hmm. much that in my opinion, like it flops between to me which one I like more. Like it's genuinely on every rewatch, I'm like, I like Whiplash more. Or I like La La Land more. Um and Whiplash, if if you guys have seen Whiplash, you understand the the acting in the film mm -hmm. and just the tension in the film is is amazing and jk simmons and miles teller uh now of uh, mustache top gun fame yeah uh absolutely killed their roles and the fact that damien chazelle had this as a short film and then fully uh i will say uh um whiplash was the inspiration of my uh of my feature that i made in college really yeah it was it yeah. was kind of the 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 epitome of what i wanted to kind of create mm -hmm. didn't exactly go as planned but like i love whiplash whiplash I, is one of my favorite i agree and i think well. la la land and whiplash both have such powerful endings yeah, and like someone someone said imperfect. like damien chazelle might have like one of if not the best like back-to-back -back hollywood sort of like the thing films. is that Whiplash really wasn't that popular. La La Land just went to the moon. Swept it. Uh, but like, I feel bad because uh, I know that First Man and First Babylon Man were not as well received. Were not as well I know received. Babylon was mixed. I know, which we still need to watch. But um, I, I heard that a lot of the problem with Babylon is the was the marketing of it. I heard that as well. That some people were like, they, they didn't even hear about the movie until yeah. it came out. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, that's a good way to start. That's a good way to so start. So now we're now now that I gave you your first grace, I think it's fair if we do the coin flipping. So it's okay. So we're hey gonna Siri. Flip Which do you want, heads or tails? No, it's up to you. I'll do tails. Roll. I mean, not roll. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. Raise it. Okay. Yeah. Well then, Christopher Nolan. We're starting off with Christopher Nolan. Which I I don't think we're I, I honestly don't think we're gonna pick the same one. No, because what you're gonna do is you're gonna pick Inception because that's the movie that like you absolutely no. adore. I wasn't gonna pick Inception. Oh, you're gonna pick uh Batman. I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Say yours first. <laughs> no, I feel like you should just say yours because like No Neither of the got, two you Neither got, of the two that you pick are gonna be the ones that I pick. Well, which is the one you pick? You you got the you got the coin flip, so you gotta go first. Um Oh, also, by the way, guys, like I said, I have a very large list. So if there's some directors that you um, wanted to see on here, let us know. And maybe we'll do a quick little fire off in the next few podcasts. You know, man, I'm, I'm honestly, I know it's not as well received as the other ones, but I'm mm -hmm. going to go with Interstellar. 
Okay. I'm going to go with Interstellar. I love the Batman series, but as mm -hmm. I've grown up, I've realized that like your pick will probably be the second Batman. And I'm fully understanding of that. The second Batman is a four act film mm -hmm. that goes on for too long. Although I love it because I love Batman. In rewatch, I do understand that flaw. Um, my other choice would have been, I mean, I, I go tell yours before I like rip into these movies. Well, why do you like Inter why is Interstellar your pick? Because like, you're you're looking at his entire movie catalog yes. and you picked Interstellar. So Interstellar for me is like the epitome of his joint um creative side with Hans Zimmer. Mm -hmm. It is like the culmination of the the very like brah kind of sound that they made in movies. There's just a feeling that I get with Interstellar that is just so like in your face cinema. Yeah, and the the I think a lot of it also has to do with um the score of the movie. The scores that's the thing. When you say Christopher Nolan, you have to say Hans Zimmer in the same sentence. Yeah. Uh but also like you know I'm a science bitch, you know I like like there's a part of me that just loves that type of stuff. The fact that they like worked with theoretical physicists to create a, a what what like a black hole would look like and like the event horizon and all of that for me is just like as someone who's getting into visual effects and stuff like that is just absolutely amazing and so like i know that interstellar as like a film in general kind of falls but like it's christopher nolan doing christopher nolan things and also inception for me is a is is one of those movies that like you watch a couple times but it's like it's a mission to watch yeah so my pick's inception I know. I mean, you would have guessed it. I mean, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on the pod. If not, uh, I'll mention it right here. Uh, Inception is what made me want to go into the sort of filmmaking, storytelling business. Um, yeah. Because I've always been interested in stories. I've always, early when I was younger, I wanted to be a uh, like a novelist. I wanted to write books. Uh, and then one of our teachers noticed my writing and said, honestly, you're your writing is more screenplay like than it is like yeah. like not not that my writing was bad just like your storytelling is more cinematic yeah um and then i saw inception when we were younger and i i thoroughly fell in love with the visuals and the storytelling that they did with it and sort of the nolan-esque kind of open-endedness of inception its finale La La yeah um and it really just wanted it really made me want to get into that business yeah. And it made me fall in love with Nolan as a director. Uh, like I said, he's had some really solid uh, picks as well. You mentioned Interstellar. I mean, yeah. I can, uh, the Dark can do, Knight trilogy. Can we do like Tono's honorable mention for all these directors? Because you know I'm a I'm a movie bitch. Yeah, sure. Uh, the Prestige. I honestly I was gonna thought say, about picking that because I, I love honestly that thought you were going to pick that one. Uh, I also was going to... I I thought about going like full like cinema nerd and going Memento because... I, I'm gonna be honest. I movie. thought that was gonna be your first. Memento pick. is a dope movie, but like on rewatches, it is his weakest. Yeah, um, uh, like no, he definitely I mean, grew. Might be his weakest. And I don't know. Maybe if we do this year next year, maybe uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer yeah. might be might be up there with. Also, that trailer that we saw during the Ant Man. Amazing. That was yeah, a and we were great... like, what is this? No, I knew the second I saw like the like the Adams yeah. movie, I was like, that's Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so now we're gonna go. Uh, I'll do the coin flip this time. Now you. No, pick... no, no. I think that we just 
go back and forth. We're not going to do a coin flip every time. Okay. So you go the next one first. What's the okay. next director? So our next director is Quentin Tarantino. So I'm going to I'm going to pick mine. I don't think this is an underrated pick. Uh this is just my personal favorite from his catalog, uh which is Inglorious Bastards. Oh, good pick. I like I'm going to be honest, I could have very easily thrown in like Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill, and don't get me wrong, amazing movies. But I had such a fun time. I've seen Inglorious Bastards I think like 3 times. And I'm going to be honest, all of the Tarantino movies, I think I've only watched like once or twice. I thoroughly enjoy every time I watch Inglorious Bastards. It is such a Tarantino-like movie, but it is such a fun, chaotic watch. Um, And obviously everyone in that movie just goes off. You know, Brad Pitt, Eli Roth, Christopher Waltz. I mean, the first... Even Michael Fosmender had like his... Had a, a few good moments in that movie. Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz is Christopher that, Waltz. That beginning scene is probably the most iconic. Yes. Scene in like and the like. Last don't decade. get me wrong. He has a lot of like. For film nerds. My honorable mention would have probably been Django because I love Django. That's also. my pick. That's your Django pick. Django Unchained is my pick. Yeah, just like a lot of his older movies are are good. Listen, Reservoir Dogs is good. Um, but I'm gonna be like like blatantly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen Pulp Fiction. You've never seen Pulp I've Fiction? I've never seen Pulp Fiction. I didn't I've never know seen that. Kill Bill. Don't know. I've never seen Hateful Eight. I've never seen... Uh, Hateful Eight's pretty good. I've never seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Jackie Brown. And like the rest of these movies that he has in his dis- uh, filmography, The Muppets, The Wizard of Oz. I think those are just him being actors. Oh, okay. Actor <laughs> I was going to say. Um, yeah, man. I... Quentin Tarantino has always been that director where like I know that he's like the one of the the big film nerd uh like part of the big film nerd top 10. He's just been the one that like I just haven't connected with as much. Yeah. Cuz his way of storytelling is very psychotic. Yeah, he's a very like balls to the wall like yeah. I know you haven't seen it. Um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a very like kind of like Babylon, a very like criticism of Hollywood. Yeah. Like not a criticism, but like a very like look of old Hollywood and kind of the runnings. But the last 20 minutes are straight unhinged Quentin Tarantino. Like I'm talking like slight spoilers for the movie. Uh there's the ending just has Leonardo DiCaprio with a fucking flamethrower. Nice. So just very like Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, yeah. Uh I my to to go through it. Django and Change is my pick. I just love that movie. Uh, I think movie. I honestly think that it might be Leonardo DiCaprio's best um, acting ever. I see you. I see you. I don't know why. And I'm sorry if I'm calling you out. I see you as the guy that if you're on a date watching that movie and he does the hand slamming down, you pause and go, you know that in this scene, Leonardo DiCaprio actually slammed his, his hand. hand and, like, and I, I see you as that guy. I've never done that, but like... You I, yeah, I, I, maybe. <laughs> no, but and, and solid performance of Jamie Foxx, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You just said the, it's Samuel the Jackson. Cast. The whole cast is amazing, but like for me, the reason I, I pick out uh Jamie. Leonardo DiCaprio is mm. is that like he's a lot of people before the revenant was like, what was the role that he deserved the Oscar for? I think he deserved it for this one. And mm. so did Jamie Foxx, in my opinion. Well, I think 
Evan's always going to be on clutch with his transition. Mm-hmm. Transitioning, speaking of Leonardo. You know that it's not in the clutch if you say that you're going to transition. Well, so transitioning to our next uh, director here, uh, because of Leonardo DiCaprio, we have Martin Scorsese. Which I think you picked now first, right? Yeah, but remember that you like... Yeah, okay. Um, Martin Scorsese is always a toughie. Because, like, it's Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I'm going to allow you to go first. You sure? I don't think you're going to pick what I'm going to pick. I, I don't think so either. Because mine is a very... <laughs> and I mean, like... Very, very underrated Martin Scorsese. Mine movie. too. Um, so my pick is Silence. Okay, it's not the same one. Cool. Okay. Uh, which because I had to do, I remember seeing, like the trailer for it and seeing, uh, kind of what it was gonna be about. And it has, um, it has Andrew Garfield and it has Adam Driver. Uh, and the whole thing is about uh two uh pr- Jesuit priests who go to Japan to locate their mentor. Uh, and then they get captured because this is in the time where like Catholicism was kind of banned in mm-hmm. Japan. Uh, so they become prisoners of war. Uh, nice. And I did I did a whole paper in my uh, in a culture class that I had to do for um, uh, college, mm-hmm. and I did my whole paper on this. And it is such a powerful movie. And in my opinion, just my straight opinion, I think it's Andrew Garfield's best performance. I don't know. Hacksaw Ridge is Hacksaw really Ridge good. is also, and they're both very similar in the and fact tick, that tick, he, boom. he plays a very kind of empathetic yeah. towards the people he, sort of he character. He does always play kind of yes, those characters. But he he does so good. And Adam Driver, although not as much in the movie as, mm-hmm. as uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield, also kills it. Uh, Liam Neeson was the mentor, ironic. Of course. Um, but the movie's just. It's a good, incredibly powerful, actually. And on it, like my my other honorable mention probably would have been either The Wolf of Wall Street or Mm -hmm. um, why am I forgetting Shutter Island? Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know, man. Like I said, I think it maybe because because Silence was the most recent one that I've watched from Scorsese's catalog. Um, I think we're not sure. I watched The Irishman, but I think we're gonna get a lot of people upset with us for not picking Goodfellas. Maybe. But Goodfellas it's also, or Taxi Driver. But it's also our list. Goodfellas or Taxi Drivers or Gangs of New York are kind of like his Have you seen iconic this, ones? This is going to be me vamping off for a second. And I thought of the both of us because it's this TikTok where these other two guys that have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he goes, favorite movie. And the guy goes, yeah, my, uh, my favorite movies are Avengers followed by The Greatest Showman. And he was getting roasted. Why? So he did a follow-up TikTok, which is him pointing at a board where it says, favorite does not equal best. Yeah. Because he goes, yeah, these are just my favorites. I don't think they're the greatest, like, movies of cinema. Th- but that's, that's... Like, you can agree. The Sound of Music? Amazing movie. There's other musicals that have been on par, if not better than The Sound no, of yeah, Music. No, yeah, The Sound of Music isn't the greatest musical. But it's your like, favorite American movie. In Par American Paris is, like, yeah. singing in the rain. Like, I get it. But it's your favorite movie. But yeah, that's why I definitely, whenever I do ratings, I think we've talked about this, I have two ratings that I actually do. Yeah. I do a film rating and a movie rating. A film rating is just, like, on a film aspect. Yeah, like, cinematic, story, technical. technical, all everything. of that. How good was this movie, this film? And then movie is, how entertaining. Like, what I, if, if I'm, changing the channels nowadays we don't change channels but if i'm changing the channels you know how they would always have like a what was that prison movie shawshank redemption 
Mm-hmm. And Shawshank Redemption was just a fun movie to put on and just watch. Right? But like it's not one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, it's like when it's like what people think of the movies Fast and Furious in- franchise. It, the Fast and Furious franchise is not cinema, the, but it's entertaining to the, a lot of people. You know, the funny thing is that the way that I made this rating system was actually because of Ready Player One. Because Ready Player oh. One is a very fun movie to watch. Terrible film. Agreed. Okay. Um, so who's my, your monster case? My pick is Raging Bull. Oh, that's my a good pick is one. Raging Bull, but like that is a very like film kid answer because when I was in film school, Raging Bull is like the movie that we watched again and again and again, and rightfully so. That movie, film wise, is freaking amazing. Uh, it has inspired the Creed franchise on the fight scenes because there's these moments in Raging Bull that are so visceral in the ring, and like it, it's just a really good story, a really good character. Um, and really good cinematography. Uh, also, I believe, and and like this is this is you know how Tono forgets about uh, names. Names. I think the whole film is shot in black and white. In my, Raging Bull. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, I, I'm just making sure because like there are parts where where I've seen pictures of like colored, but the whole thing is in black and white and just freaking amazing mm-hmm. like black and white films if you do them right they are fucking incredible mm-hmm. um so raging bull okay so i have we should probably write down the ones we whatever we're, we're too deep into it they'll write it down for us so now you gotta go first since you let me go first. okay so what's the director uh our next director is the uh, master of suspense himself guillermo del toro so you you gotta go first for a good one um, The Shape of Water. <laughs> Is that yours? No. Um, You know, funny enough, mm-hmm. most likely, Pinocchio. I hate you. Pinocchio. <laughs> that was going to be mine. Yeah, Pinocchio. Um, oh, yeah. Ciao, papa. I, I, I'm going to... I'm going to be straight. Mm-hmm. I don't love Guillermo del Toro movies. Like... They're good. Pan's Labyrinth, great movie, film. Shape of Water, great film. I don't really remember Hellboy. I do remember I Pacific Rim being incredible. But I have not enjoyed a Guillermo del Toro film as much as I enjoyed Pinocchio. Um. So yeah, Pinocchio. You didn't like Nightmare Alley when we saw it? I really didn't like Nightmare, Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley was rough. To it get. was a rough Like it movie. wasn't bad, but I remember like halfway through the film, we're like, what is this movie gonna do? Because I think we were we were expecting like supernatural yeah. Guillermo del Toro type shit. And it kind of just turned into Bradley Cooper fucking people over. Yeah. Um So Pinocchio. So Pinocchio is yours. I like that we've mentioned Pinocchio like four times on this podcast. It's a good it's film. It's a good movie. It's a good film and Fascist Pinocchio. Just Fascist saying. Pinocchio. So you have two choices. I in think my I think our first nerd slice shirt is just gonna be, you know, Fascist, Fascist Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> um I'm picking Shape of Water, obviously. Yeah. Okay. I think obviously it won the Oscar for a reason. Yeah. Um, no, and it's a beautiful film. I was about film. to say, not not just story wise, but technicality wise. Mm-hmm. I mean the the creature itself looks amazing. Incredible. Uh and the actor, which I need to pull it up because I'm not entirely Doug Jones did such mm-hmm. a physicality with his body and how he portrayed that creature. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, we have... Doug uh, Jones is also the monster in Pan's Labyrinth. You know, honestly, 
that that makes sense. And then Sally Hawkins obviously absolutely killed it in the movie. Oh, and I just think it's 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 an entertaining movie. Yep, uh, I agree. It has a very it would have been my it would have also been my best. yeah. And obviously, you know, it's it's a movie we've seen before of forbidden romance, uh, with obstacles in between. Mm-hmm. But just the way that it goes about it and sort of the story that it tells and and even the ending, I just I think he did. It had a little bit of everything. It had that Guillermo del Toro fantasy, yeah, mysterious horror type elements that he likes to do. But it was also just a really beautiful story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my honorable mention probably would be Pacific Rib. No, and mine would be Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth yet. You would love it. I know I would love it. And Cozy has been it's trying to get me very hard. to watch, get me to watch it for years. And I, I will watch it because we'll I've, I've heard so many things. Just like we're going to watch the, the film with Nick Cage and... Uh, oh, the... the Why am I forgetting the name of it? It does not matter. Let's keep on going. Yeah, but uh, Pacific Rim just... Giant kaijus with no, and it's a good film, and it's a good movie. I haven't seen the sequel yet. Heard, I heard it's not as good. I heard it's not as good. Like I heard it still has those epic, cool moments. But uh, yeah, that's those are my Guillermo del Toro picks. And so now I get to go first for Stanley Kubrick. Okay, you're pulling, you're pulling it up too. No, no. I mean, I have, I, I already know the Stanley Kubrick movies, mm-hmm. um, and I have my top two. So. Uh, it's whichever one you don't choose. Okay. Uh, I, I think you knew I was going to pick this one. Uh, I'm picking The Shining. Okay. Uh, the Shining is is in my top 10 horror movies of all time. Uh, it's iconic for a reason. Uh, Jack Nicholson obviously destroys it. And just the eeriness you feel the entire movie um, goes amazing. And the ending, that ending... Just with the zoom in on the photo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an so, iconic, so so iconic and the uh, score, horror movie. Yes, I think if I remember correctly, two years ago we did the top horror movies. I think The Shining was high up for both of us. I think The Shining, if I if I am recalling, uh, was I think my number three, mm-hmm. and I think for you it was like your number five. Really, and I, also I remember putting the, uh, it really high up. The um, the the sequel not that bad. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name um, of it with Ewan McGregor. Sleep, sleepy, sleepy man. No, no. I'll look it up. While you, Doctor Sleep or something. Doctor like. Sleep. Is it that? I'm pretty sure it's Doctor Sleep. I'll I'll pull it up. Um. So, I guess I'll just go. Doctor Sleep. Yes. Uh, pretty solid sequel. Why am I the one who's doing well on names today? Yeah, I know for real. Uh, yeah, so you're up with your uh, Kubrick. Oh, my honorable. Actually, we'll say our honorable mentions after we both go, so we can. Um, yeah. So you know, the funny thing is, is that I was pretty like set on what my second was gonna be, mm-hmm. but I'm stuck between two. Okay. I'm can stuck I- between one that I know, like one that I love as a film nerd, mm-hmm. as like a truly incredible thing to be done on film can i guess and one that i just love watching can i can i guess both of them okay so the first one's 2001 a space odyssey and the yes. second one's a clockwork orange no oh okay the second one is dr strange love oh i love that movie dr strange love do be a i love movie. that movie i'm gonna go with 2001 just because of how important it is to to cinema okay but 
if I'm choosing which one I'm watching on any given day, it's most likely Doctor Strange Love. I don't. I love A Clockwork Orange, but A Clockwork Orange is very uncomfortable for me. It's a rough movie. It's it's a, it's a really it's a uncomfortable. It's very movie. uncomfortable. Like it's a great movie. Very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that those are yours. Yeah. Okay. So you go first now, right? Are you looking through our old podcast to yeah. see where, where we where we talk about it? Yeah. My number one, yeah, as we see, my number one. Oh, you have it there. I like that you have me classified as nerd slices top ten, and then we have you as just total. The Shining was both of our firsts. Was it actually? It really was. That's so. This funny. was posted two years ago. The Shining was both of our top one. Where do uh, I have movies. um? What's my number two? Uh, Psycho. Okay. I thought Psycho was my number one. I guess we, I guess I, that's so interesting. Yeah. So, so who's the next one? I'm very scared by the way. Why? Because there is one more director that I need to be the first person to pick. Okay. So who's first now? It's you, right? Yes. I'm, I'm kind of scared for this one because there's, there's like a few amount that we could do for this one. Just go. Our next one is Steven Spielberg. All right. This isn't the one I was scared of. You can is it actually? First. You can go. No, 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 no. I do not care. Steven Spielberg has so many movies Dude, that I love. Yeah. You're going to go Jurassic Park. I'm going to go Jurassic Park. Yes. My, I'm not going to say my honorable mention because it might be yours. It might be. Um, Fableman. No, everyone, everyone knows this. I love Jurassic Park. I fucking love dinosaurs. Uh, and to me, Jurassic <laughs> fucking Park. love dinosaurs. Jurassic Park is one of those movies that did also revolutionize the technologies that we use for film. Don't if you pick the most bizarre randomest thing. I've- <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, if you pick Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, no, a part I of will me, smite a, you. A part of me wanted to pick Jaws and just like go in. Because remember the the joke like a year and a half ago between me and Cozy about Jaws? I honestly thought, thought you were going to pick Jaws. No, I'm not going to pick Jaws. Okay, I'm going to pick Saving Private Ryan. Okay, so we'll... I love that movie. Well, Vim, my other pick would have been Jaws. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jurassic Park. And my other pick would have been Hook. No, it would not. Um... His, in my opinion, his best movie, mm-hmm. film, his best film mm-hmm. is Schindler's List. Okay. I was waiting for that because we've, you've said Schindler's List so many times the last few months randomly throughout our friend group yeah. that it just. His his best film is Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan. My mm-hmm. favorite movie to watch in his uh, filmography, though, mm-hmm. is Catch Me If You Can. Such a fun movie. Dude, I watched the Broadway play and, and I read the books. I had a weird Catch Me If You Can phase a while ago. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll vamp on our interesting. Jurassic Park, from a technical standpoint, to me, just did a lot. And obviously, yeah. it's where we get a lot of no, the use of animatronics he's, in he's film. he's the king. He's the king of the movie blockbuster. Yeah, and he... Indiana Jones. Jaws. E.T. Jaws. Uh, he is probably one of the most recognizable directors. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure he might be the most famous director ever. Yeah. Um, and like the man still works. Like I mean, a lot yeah, of, he made the Fable Man this yeah. year. And it's nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And he just And he it's about do, himself. He could do fantasy. He could do drama. Yeah, he could do anything. Steven Spielberg is like Christopher Nolan, which is the minute his name is attached, he has a blank check. Yeah. But he is much more of a of a storyteller than an auteur, which is mm-hmm. what I would consider uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, 
So I'll end my my segment by saying I fucking love dinosaurs. So yeah, you, and you I, I I just think Saving Private Ryan is. Fucking Dude, you amazing. know I always forget that Vin Diesel's in that movie. He's Private Ryan. That's right. He is quite literally yeah. the person. But it it was a young Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like he was like in his early early twenties. Yeah. Um. All right, so I get to go first now, right? I mean, I guess. Thank God, I really wanted to go first uh, on this one because our next director is Alfred Hitchcock. Okay, thank God. Why? I'm I'm scared because there's one director that if you go first and pick my movie, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Why? Because it's my it, it like it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time. All right, well, you already know what I'm picking. I'm picking Psycho. Yeah. Uh, I love Psycho. I'm picking the birds. I think pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just just the birds. birds. Just the birds. Uh, I I love Psycho. Obviously, as we kind of just briefly talked about, it was my number two uh, in my all time favorite horror movies. Uh, and what Psycho did as not just a genre for horror slash thriller, but being kind of one that wasn't afraid to take risks. By spoiler alert for a movie that came out in like 1937. Mm-hmm. Uh, killed off its seemingly main character. Not even main character. Like she was like a starlet. Like starlet. she was the star of the movie. Like she had a lot of her, like notoriety around her name being in that movie. Uh, and to kind of twist that genre and kill her off and then uh, focus on Norman was such a power move. Uh, and the movie, in my opinion, holds up. It has a creepy ambiance. Obviously, you have that the ending. Like, did you hear what I said, Norman? And the plot twist. In my opinion, one of the coolest plot twists in thrillers uh, or horror movies. And at that time, just absolutely hit uh, with his mother. And I think I've, I think I mentioned Psycho, which I know we got the show that kind of deals with Norman and his mother. Psycho is a movie I would not mind seeing a well-done remake with like a really yes. good actor that but can capture that Norman I Bates. agree, but the problem is, is that the, the twist... Is gone. Yeah. And that's what made the movie. Unless they subvert it. But as we know, when they take old it's movies weird. and it's weird. twist the twist, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not going to hit. But yeah. I feel like it done well. It Maybe. could work. Um, So that's mine for, for Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, I'm between two. I'm just going to go with the, the, the one that like sticks out to me, which is Rear Window. Mm-hmm. I mean, just basic masterclass in suspense uh, and storytelling. I'm not going to go into it that much. Psycho is definitely his most famous and arguably his... Uh, his his legacy. Yeah, it's his legacy. Rear Window, though, great film. Uh, but it's just like, does everything Psycho does, but different. That's it. Okay. Uh, so you get to pick our next one. And I'm going to be honest. I threw this one on here just because I was really curious as to what your pick would be. Our next director here is M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, God. Uh, so I'll let you go first. Uh, six cents. Dude, you're not going to pick Avatar The Last Airbender? No. Uh, I, yeah, six cents. Okay. Uh, it's, in my opinion, his best movie. I'm going to look through his filmography really quick. Mm-hmm. Wait, six cents is part of his movie? Yes, okay. <laughs> I was like, am I going crazy? No, it is. It is. Um. Yeah, dude. Yeah, six cents. I, I don't no, I, even I, think it's close. Yeah. I mean, Signs is also a very... Signs no, is fine. Notorious. The Village is fine. You could go with Unbreakable, but he kind of ruined it with the, the rest of his trilogy. 
Mm-hmm. And old is a really weird movie. Dude, I saw Knock at the Cabin, by the way. Uh-huh. His newest one. It's okay. Okay. It wasn't like awful, but it wasn't like a thing that I'm going to be talking about for years, if not even days. Yeah. So what's your pick? Uh, So I'm picking Avatar The Last Airbender. No, you're not. No, I'm picking Split. Okay. Uh, Mostly just because of the, of the performance. Yes. Um, I don't know why my names today are, are James McAvoy. Yes. Uh, and also uh, our our queen and uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Of course. Um, Just a cool concept, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and James McAvoy absolutely kills it um, with the different characters that he plays. Uh, and, I just and have a specific problem with that movie. Which is? Always, always showing D.I.D., yeah, as, a, as like an evil sort of no, as like like as something that can be very aggressive mm-hmm. is something that should not be done as much. Um, I agree. I agree. Which like I understand it, you should be allowed to tell stories in whichever format you are. And I'm sure there are people that with DID that like all human beings are uh, one of their their personas is um, aggressive, but like not a monster. Mm-hmm. And the beast is a monster. Yeah, and that's my problem. Yeah, uh, but honestly, like I said, I was it's a good movie. At, yeah, it's a really good movie. James I was Zach looking at his other. I was it. looking at his other words. Uh, After Earth, Trash, Last Airbender. Okay, yeah, but let's not like jump in on this man. Yeah, he tries his best to. The thing is, he tries his best. I will only shit on him for Avatar because the man had no idea what he was doing. With no, him. he did not. He did not. All right, who's uh, the next one? So now I get to go first. And this one, I will hate you. Why? If it's why, if if it's why I guess, wanted. To guess be. who you? Who no, did just you go. Be? Just go. No, who did you want to? Who be? is it? Our next director here is James Cameron. Oh, yeah, I don't care. That's not the one you wanted, right? No. I feel like the director that you want, I'm not gonna have on my list. I'm gonna hate. And that. you're and you're gonna yell at me. Yes. Uh. So yeah, we have uh James Cameron. I can't pick Avatar Way of Water because we still haven't watched it. <laughs> um. No, but honestly, and this is, I don't know if this is a random pick. I'm still going to pick it because I'm me. I'm picking Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It is the best Terminator. Terminator 2 is the best Terminator. Absolutely amazing. I could have picked Titanic. I could have picked Avatar. But I freaking love Terminator 2. Uh, And honestly, a great sequel. Kind of before the franchise kind of went in a very weird direction. Uh, Terminator 3 is not bad. But um, yeah, like I said, Terminator 2 just slaps. Mm Mm-hmm. Who do you think I'm going to pick? What, do you, what movie do I think you're going to pick? Yeah. You're definitely going to pick Piranha 2, The Spotting. Yes. Uh, Piranha 2, the whatever, uh, is... No. Um, Alien. No. I I, yeah. I figured that if one of us was going to pick Terminator, yeah. the other one would pick. I did think of be, picking Alita Battle Angel just to be a fucking idiot, but no. Uh, alien. And like... Well, I'm not, Aliens, because Ridley Scott did the first Alien. Yeah. And then James Cameron did the second Alien. Yeah. So you picked Aliens. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Still, I like that movie. It's a good movie. It's a good sequel also. Yeah. Period. So, Tono, you know what's really funny about this? What? So our next director's Ridley Scott. Mm. And I go first? You go first. Alien. Yes. Yeah, I kind of I kind of figured that. <laughs> uh, That's I, the route. I, I, I will say this. There's a reason why I love both of these movies. And it's because my favorite monster ever when I was growing up was... The Alien. The Alien. And so I watched the fuck out of those movies. No, really, really solid. Uh... But no, I'm not going to pick Alien. You're not going to pick Alien? No. You're going to pick Alien Covenant. 
Can I guess what your pick is? Sure. Is it uh, the Martian? No. Oh, okay. What's your pick? Gladiator. You motherfucker. I yeah. was hoping you didn't knew, remember that. I knew you were going to pick it, so I'm picking it instead. Fuck you. That do be the power move. Fuck you. <laughs> so you're going to pick Alien. I don't know, man. Like, I'm looking, and he, he like, the original Blade Runner. He did Which have was that. American Gangster, great. Robin Hood. And then, yeah, the other Alien sequels. Mm-hmm. I could pick The Martian. But, yeah, no, I'm going to... I'm going to pick Alien. Yeah. Uh, I hate you. I fucking... Gladiator <laughs> is like in my top 10 movies of I all know. time. I know. I love Gladiator. I know you do. Like... But like, this is a draft pick, so... Dude, are you not touching chains? Uh... I hate you. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Gladiator for you. Like that's that's how bad. Go ahead. I am. No. I've already talked about Alien. No. Yeah. I mean, no. I'll, I'll pick. I'll stick with Alien. I mean, you said it uh, perfectly. Like the Alien is one of the most iconic horror yeah. sci-fi uh, antagonist of all times. It has a cool design. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was fully practical effects, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which at that time, like I said, the practical effects at that time, absolutely amazing. Uh, and obviously, I am shitting out on my names right now. But uh, well, while you do that, Gladiator is just a good movie. Like it's it an entertaining is. movie. It has a fantastic is. ending. Like great, well told story. Sigourney Weaver. There we go. Sigourney Weaver just kills him in the movie. And yeah, like and uh, has and then I'm gonna finish on my Gladiator. Yeah. It has one of the best fucking end speeches of all time, dude. And the soundtrack. Yeah, and it's they're good. making a sequel. Well, we'll see. No, like no, I know, but we'll see if it's good. All right, who's next? I don't think the director that I I want is on your list because uh, you're picking very like popular ones, and I'm a. Filmer. I have I have some other ones that, but once again, we can throw yours if you want to throw. No, one no, or I'm two. gonna throw some directors at the end of this. Okay, okay. So our next one here, another uh, little horror man himself, Tim Burton. So oh. who goes first? I already forgot. You can go first. I can go first. Okay. Yeah, you're picking I very am- like. Safe directors. Okay. And okay. horror directors. Okay. So it's this one's rough. This one's rough for me because I have so many that I like. Obviously, I love his horror stuff like Corpse Bride, Sweeney yeah. Todd. Um, I haven't seen Frank and Weenie. Mm-hmm. I could just be weird and say Wednesday. Not gonna do that. Um not a movie. Oh, I guess it's in his it's filmography. It's in his filmography. But you know what? I gotta I gotta I gotta commit. I'm going Batman. Mm. I'm going Batman. Obviously, we have one of the most iconic uh, Batman movies of all time with Michael Keaton, obviously being one of the best known actors for Batman. And then we also have Jack Nicholson as Joker, Mm -hmm. uh, which, if I'm not mistaken, was the very first live action movie Joker. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was the first on at least in film on screen Joker. Uh, and it was just a good movie. And Tim Burton, in my opinion, captured Gotham in such an interesting way. Like it has that Tim Burton on the film screen. Yes. Yes. But as, as in the show, the Adam in West the show, show, they had, they had a Joker. Joker. That's yes. what I'm saying. And we've had other little renditions here and mm-hmm. there, but I'm pretty sure he was the first film on screen Joker. Yeah. Um, and now we get him left and fucking right. But, um, just amazing performances from Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Yep. Uh, and it's iconic for a reason. 
And then obviously he gave us a banger follow-up with the Batman Returns. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, like I said, my honorable mention, honestly, probably would have been Beetlejuice. Funny enough, you haven't said any of the ones that I'm going to pick. Okay. What's the one you were going to uh, Sweeney Todd. I did say Sweeney Todd. No, you didn't. You said In the beginning, Ride. I said I could have picked one of his horror ones like Sweeney Todd. You said like Corpse Bride. And I said Sweeney Todd and Corpse Bride. All right. Well, Sweeney Todd for me. Or Nightmare Before Christmas. Did he direct that? I don't think so. I think he was produced it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's Sweeney Todd. I just love the Sweeney demon, Todd. the demon Barbara Fleet Street. Yeah, I love Sweeney Todd in general, and I think he did really well in the the adaptation of it. That's mm -hmm. it. I I don't have any other reasons. It's a I could I could pick Corpse Bride, but I haven't seen it. So you haven't seen Corpse Bride? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I could also pick Dumbo. Dumbo actually was not a terrible movie. It was a it terrible movie. It was not movie. that bad. No, it was freaking bad. No, it has Danny DeVito. And anything okay. with Danny DeVito, I love All right, who's the next one? I, I just, I threw this on here. So you just, didn't pick any good. That's that's whoa, not fair. Whoa. You didn't pick any, like, dude, I still have so many more. Oh, okay. Like, I have, we have at least but like, we need, like nine more. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Just because I want to see how this turns out. George Lucas. Lucas. Oh. So basically, which Star Wars movie are you picking? Unless you want to go weird and go American Graffiti. Do here's the question: Is it my turn first? Yes. Because I just went for Tim Burton. Because technically, he only made four of them. No, he yes. did. Oh no, he did Revenge. He did the first six. He did four, five, six, and one, okay. two, three. And then after do I that, pick my favorite one? You're basically just or picking. Do I, do I pick my favorite one or do I pick the one that like it's I your, know it should your, be it's, picked? It's your draft pick. Because you're going to pick five if I let you. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Fuck it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my, my gut just because I know it's enjoyable for me and I'm not that big of a Star Wars person. So I'll let you have it. I'm going to pick three. Because <laughs> you I'm motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I love three. Dude, three I have is my seen, favorite Star Wars. Movie. I have seen three so many times because of V Mogertov. because she just goes on like her. She's yeah, yeah, she's talking yeah. about every it. year she, she watches like every it, year, yeah. not even every year, like every few months she does her like Star Wars thing, and she always watches. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I'm ninety eight percent sure three is her favorite. Yeah, uh, I think it's the one she's watched the most. I love that movie. Three slaps. I'm really mad you took three. Yeah, I love three. I, I like. Because three, yeah, I just love three. I, I don't need to explain it. Five is the best film, but three is the most enjoyable. I'm so mad so at you. So which Star Wars you picking? I'm so mad at which you. Which Star Wars you picking? I'm going to pick a new hope. Mm. Makes sense. It's, it's, it's the original. It's the yeah. OG. Yeah. It's what started everything. Of course. And honestly, you know, it's what introduced us into this uh, Star Wars world. Uh, I should have just picked Phantom Menace just because it had Duel of Fates. No. No, it's you not. You should have picked Phantom Menace because it had Jar Jar Binks. Fuck Jar Jar Binks. Actually, no. Jar Jar Binks doesn't deserve Jar the hate. No, no, no. I do not like Jar Jar Binks as a character, mm -hmm. but I agree he does not deserve the slander yeah. that has that the actor that everyone has uh, gotten over the years. Um, so you pick four and I pick three. Yes. I'm sure that the entire internet will be very happy with our choices. I, Who is I, the next director? And I get to go first. And I think... I'm, I, I'm telling you right now. You, I better go first in, in my director. I'm punching you. Well, we'll see. Go. So, I have Miyazaki here. Okay. okay. 
uh, <laughs> obviously, probably uh, one of the most uh, iconic uh, animated directors of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with that name, uh, he is he made Studio Ghibli. He 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 has been a very big part of Studio well, Ghibli's he success. Made it. No, he, like he didn't make Studio Ghibli, but he like. He's what brought it into like notoriety. as as uh, amazing as it is. Yes, and obviously, who are you gonna pick? You, I, I think you have between four. You think I have in between four? Four. I mean, you already know what my choice is gonna be. I'm picking Howl's Moving Castle. Was that gonna be your pick? No, go. Why Howl's Moving Castle? Uh, because I fucking love Howl's Moving Castle. No, I mean obviously, Howl Howl is kind of the one that in comparison to the other ones, gets a little thrown under because obviously you have Spirited Away. Uh, you have Nausicaa in the Sky. Nope, it's Castle in the Sky. No, I was right. Castle in the Sky. Yeah, and then Nausicaa of the Wind. Nausicaa of the Wind. Uh, and even some of the other ones that have gotten nor- uh, some recognition like Ponyo and The Wind Rises, but I've always just loved Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, Christian Bale's just daddy in that movie. Um, and I, I love the ensemble that they have. I love Calcifer. I love the story that it tells. I like that it doesn't shy away from the war aspects that it does have. Um, and I've just always, Howl, Howl is a movie that I could rewatch several times a year. Mm-hmm. And I find something new each time. And eventually one day I will convince Donal and I will do dark haired Howl seen- and he will oh. do light haired Howl. I thought you were gonna be like convinced on. I know you've it. seen. You like, saw it a few it. weeks ago. Oh, months. But what about you, Tono? What's your Miyazaki film? <sighs> so I haven't seen that many of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Miyazaki made this film. I have his thing here, so just tell me. Did he make the sad one? He did not make Grave of the Fireflies. Damn it! He made, if you want, I can read you No, 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 I I have it. I just, Grave of the Fireflies would have been my favorite, but I know that that's Studio Ghibli and not necessarily him. Um, I'll just go with the other one I've seen then, which is Princess Mononoke. Mm, Good pick. Which I love. It's not a consolation prize. I might like Princess Mononoke more than Howl's. I've just seen Howl's more recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a great film. Like, I, I really don't, it's just a good movie. It's a it's a really and obviously the uh you're so beautiful iconic. Yeah. No, she was like she whole, was about a straight murder the him. The whole story is fucking dope. It is a good story and it is if I'm not mistaken it is also a based off like a tale, right? Cuz a lot of the the uh, the ones are I do not know but that I, much I think into it, it is. Uh do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Just say the director that you no. wanted. No, because because I'll be here. No, 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 because I think this is funnier if he's not on your list. Okay. Our next director is Wes Anderson. He's on your list! (laughs) Did you pick first for this one? You did. I get to pick first. Yes. Because you picked Taos. Yes. Dodo, if you take mine, I swear to God. No, mine's going to be Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. You didn't think I was going to have Wes Anderson on mine? I was very starting to worry. Nah, man. So, um, so you're picking the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I still have yet to see. Are you fucking kidding me? I have not. I All right, guys, we're stopping this podcast. Thank you so Stop. much for listening. No, I'll watch Dude, it soon. No, I, I will be. I'll be honest with you. This man might be like one of my favorite directors of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel. The reason I love it so much is because you know how you wrote 
an entire uh essay uh-huh uh in college yeah uh, so did i my my uh senior level thesis for lighting class was on the grand budapest hotel i love this movie mm-hmm. i adore this movie this movie i watched a thousand times and i can probably watch it a thousand more times i just loved wes anderson's kind of aesthetic i think he's one of the few directors that does like definitely has an aesthetic that's different from the general mm-hmm. uh thing i do also know what you're gonna pick fantastic yeah, mr I knew it. fox i knew it such a good movie it is it was gonna the, be my second. stop motion it is stop motion if yes I, it no is. it's not it is it's not stop motion from what i remember but it does have like that animation stuff uh and the fact that no, he I believe did, it's stop motion. the fact that he didn't do like a studio for the audio he just straight up had them in different environments do, like he, he was so authentic to the movie and i've always said this i do not like george clooney this is the only role i like george clooney in because it's just a good movie and I could talk about it for hours, but all I'm going to say is if you like wacky type movies, go watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. Super wholesome. Uh, I'm sorry in advance because I got to go first for this one. Using stop motion. It is stop motion. Okay, so it is. Yeah. Uh, our next director here is Greta Gerwig. Uh, I'm picking Lady Bird. That's fine. Greta Gerwig has fucking incredible movies. Yes, I'm picking Lady Bird only because I have yet to see Little Women. I heard it's phenomenal. Uh, it is, and that will be my pick. That I'm going to be honest. As a director, she only has three credits to her name, which I think is insane because her three movies are Lady Bird, Greta Girl, I mean, Lady and Bird, Nights and Weekends. Little Women, and now Barbie. And well, now she's doing Barbie. Yeah. Uh, and she had Nights and Weekends, but that's one, that one's a little under the radar. Um, uh, yeah, obviously, because I, I, I'm going to pick Little Women. I honestly enjoyed little women more than i did well then this worked out this worked out um but i do think lady bird was a more impactful i think lady bird yeah she is my favorite female uh director agreed and i think like we we've mentioned on the pod she she knows how to bring out the performances in her actors yes and she knows how to really tell a story with her characters no and i'm loving i'm loving that she's she's able to bring a breath of fresh heir to the movie industry of being a female auteur being able to tell female stories yes but in a way that is accessible to all audiences i yes. loved little women yes it, it it genuinely captures what she wants to to say yes. without shying away yeah and without making it the main focus yeah the thing is is that like I, and this might be weird when it comes out and i i don't mean it to be but like i think a lot of the problem with telling stories with that are not cis white males mm-hmm. um has been you're trying to to make it so much about your plight or whatever and less and less about making it accessible for everyone but Greta Gerwig somehow makes it the best of both worlds and makes it highly enjoyable for everyone mm-hmm. which is what I think great filmmakers, not of any gender, any race, or any anything, can do. They can make great stories that their characters can be absolutely anyone. Mm-hmm. And they're still great. Hers just happened to be with that kind of um, female perspective. Yes. Uh, so we're actually wrapping up to our top four. Our, our, last four, four. our last four, not top four. Our last four. 
And I think you have. You, you said Wes Anderson. I'm cool. We can finish. You have a really good advantage on this one. Okay. Because okay. you go first. Okay. 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 Our next director is Denis Villeneuve. Danny Villeneuve? Denis Villeneuve. Is it Denis? Denis, yeah. Is it D E N I S? Because he's, he's, you know, not American. Um. I feel like I feel like you need to remember one. No, no, no. I, I, you're talking about the other video essay that I made. Yeah, of course. But I'm not gonna pick that. Okay. I'm gonna pick uh, Arrival. God bless. I'm gonna pick I'm Arrival gonna because pick I'm gonna I also be honest. I haven't seen that one. I, I don't know why I'm gonna be honest. Um, yeah, I enjoyed Arrival more than I liked Blade Runner. Blade Runner was just fucking incredibly beautiful. Arrival's the one with Amy Adams, yep. right? Okay. Where she's trying to like contact. Like communicate with the aliens. Is, like, like, have you ever watched it? I have not. Right up. Like, watch it. You're going to be like, yeah, this is a Tono movie. Okay, cool. It's about aliens and their uh, language. Mm -hmm. But their language, once you understand how to talk their language, mm -hmm. time stops being something that is in a straight line. That's cool. It is incredible. Um, and... I believe it's the first time uh, Dene Villeneuve worked with a cinematographer. Uh, no, because... Oh, yeah, it might be because it came out before Blade Runner, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but I love the cinematographer for both of those films. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, yeah, I'm going to pick a rival and you're obviously going to pick Blade Runner 2040. No. Uh, Dune? I'm no. I'm picking Prisoners. What? Prisoners? I've, and I've told you that you would like this movie. Uh, Prisoners, in my opinion, uh, has one of Hugh Jackman's greatest performances. Uh, Prisoners oh. is about uh, a man's daughter and their friend's uh, son go missing. And it's him entangling who kidnapped them. And it's quite literally the definition of so what you and I always talk about. Of what would you do to protect your child? So it's taken. Uh Kind of. It's taken, but <laughs> it's a good movie. No offense, taken. Fair enough. Okay, um, cool. I've never seen this movie. Prisoners is so, so good. I guess you have to watch Arrival and I'll have to watch And you will watch Prisoners. Prisoners because... And then, like, to credit to no, no, that... No. And all of the other... Dune? Credit? Amazing. Yeah, credit to... Blade Runner? Move. Amazing. Blade Runner, Dune, Dune Part two. Yeah, Dune Part 2 is coming out soon. He also has... What's the other... He has Sicario. another one. No, but he has another one that's... Uh, Enemy? Cleopatra. Oh. He's doing the Cleopatra movie. Okay. You uh, mean coming up? Got it. Yeah, so he, you know, he's got a good... This, uh, filmography so Yeah, far. a really, probably one of the most up-and-coming directors. Um, I mean, up-and-coming in the modern. 55. But I'm going to pick one now, uh, and I got to go first, that uh, I know you enjoy, Ooh. which is Ari Oster. Oh! <gasps> Ari Aster, Ari you're going to pick the Oster. movie and I'm going to kill you. No, you're not. I know which movie you're going to pick. He has two movies. Well, he has two movies that you and I always no. talk about. I'm pretty sure he only has two no, movies. No, he has a few more. Because he also has... Nope, the rest are shorts. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm obviously picking Midsommar. I hate you. Uh, which is funny because I... Fine. I feel like you like Hereditary more though, right? No, I like Midsommar best. You know what? I'm picking Hereditary. Okay, I love you, buddy. Thank you. Oh uh, uh, no, I, I I like I he's like changed. The, the the thing is, I like both of them, and mm -hmm. I think they're both solid. Like honestly, if this was a reverse and you got to pick first and you picked Midsummer, I would have been okay with picking Hereditary. I and, and I honestly, will say I will say I enjoy Midsummer more. I will say this: mm -hmm. I think Midsummer is a better film. I think Hereditary is more entertaining. 
I'm actually the opposite. I think Midsommar is more entertaining. I think Hereditary is scarier. Fair. Um, and I'm a. But he's changed the, he, the, and the horror He's changed game. the horror genre. And obviously, we know that we've Boys talked. Afraid it's no, yeah, it's no longer. Uh, what was it called? Boulevard. A boulevard. Uh, a disappointment Boulevard. Yes. Now it's just Bo's afraid, but obviously it's him and Joaquin Phoenix, so yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, but I mean, Hereditary has probably the most iconic jump scare of all time. Yeah. Which is just spoiler list for the movie. Three, two, one. The fucking car scene. Just yeah. Absolute. And honestly, the last 15 minutes of the movie. Because the whole movie becomes that sort of new age horror. Yeah. Sort it, of. It, it becomes, it, it, it starts to pay off. It's. Yes. It starts suspense. off as family suspense. Like, but, like if you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah, watch and it. And just be very careful because it is a very uncomfortable. Yes. Movie. And then Midsommar, obviously iconic. Iconic. The fact that everything happens during the I day. I mean, she's the re- it, it, that movie is the reason that I love her. Florence Pugh. And that's probably the one that really shot her up. Probably, yeah. To, like, obviously she had a lot of credits yeah. before, but... And then she had Marvel. I think that's the one that kind of... Shot her to Marvel. Shot her up to <laughs> uh, to everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, both both goods. I Once again, another also. Uh, but rounding off our sort of horror thriller... Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah. And uh, you get to go first. Get out. I figured. Get out. Uh, it's his best. I, I'm going to be... Like, I love all his movies. Mm-hmm. Get Out is his best. I mean, it is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that a lot about uh, about a lot of movies. There are obviously some things that like, like whatever. But like, it is a perfect movie in the story it's trying to tell, in how it does suspense, in how long it is. It is just a great movie. And probably one of the best um, uh, directorial debuts. Oh, yeah. But like... like we like obviously when you think beforehand of Jordan Peele, you thought of comedy writer, actor, Jordan Peele. Yeah, you from, thought of Key and Peele from Key and Peele from other little shorts and other things. And like we knew he could write because right. obviously, yeah, he could write. Uh, right, you have two, dude. Honestly, you know what's consumed my life the last few weeks. So I'm picking us, really doppelgangers. Uh, and I've mentioned this. I really, no fair. I really, really like notes. And I, I'm like you that I recently rewatched it in the last uh, few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's such an enjoyable movie. But dude, I remember being in Us and going like, this this man is not going to miss any of his movies. Uh, the concept is, is fucking cool. Because whereas Get Out was still a little on the bizarre side, but had a more sense of realism, Us just went full fucking, hey, there's... Yeah secret doppelgangers uh and the you plot went? and the plot twist and just the sort of being on edge and and obviously lupita killed it our our fucking boy mbaku winston duke killed mm-hmm. it uh and everyone just did amazing in the movie and i the soundtrack amazing the suspense amazing amazing he's a good he's a good director he's a good director and i'm, I'm really excited the movies made funny enough i like no more than i like us oh, us is so actually you decided my- us is like, I remember when we talked about it a few months ago, you you were the opposite. Yeah, but uh, I like No More Than I Like Us. I just think it's a more well-rounded story on the thoughts that it's trying to tell. I think Us mm-hmm. kind of gets a little muddied, uh, mm-hmm. but I still, three great movies. All right, and I'm guessing you said four and we've done two, so two more? No, we have one more. Okay. Uh, and and like there was I said, a bang. Come on, man. 
No, no. And like, I, like, if there's one more that you think I forgot that you want to talk about, throw it away. Like I said, I'm sure we've missed a lot and we've talked about a uh, lot. I, I'll probably add one more just because I want to um, round out. Yeah. Our last one here is Edgar Wright. Okay. I have one more after this then. Which I think I'm first. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, because I said get out. You already know I'm picking fucking Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, that's fair. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not going to say them because you might pick one of them. Um, no, just say them. Yeah, Pop I mean, obviously, dope, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, you best. have you have what I think it's called the World's End trilogy. I think that's what it was classified yeah. as finally, uh, which are all amazing. Uh, but dude, Scott Pilgrim is amazing. I also haven't seen The Last Night in Soho. I need Last to watch Night it. in Soho, I haven't seen yet. Baby Driver's really good that's too. That's my pick. Yeah, Baby Driver's my pick. And uh, very stylized. The, the type of stuff that he does in Baby Driver is the type of stuff I wish I would And it's so technical. Do. It's so technical. It is so technical. Because the fact technical. that people are saying that, like, when he takes his earbuds off, the audio is only on that. No, but like, also, like, the, the, the just sheer amount of things that you have to do to get every single beat to hit on the exact type of, like, shots and stuff. Like, yeah. No, like, the man is very good at what he yes. does. So yeah, you already know I'm picking Scott Pilgrim, and uh, I'm picking. I can Baby go Pilgrim. on it for a tangent. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I I will say it like this: if you have watched Scott Pilgrim, you understand. Yes. If you have not watched Scott Pilgrim, go watch, watch Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah, like Scott Pilgrim is just iconic. Like, yes. Uh, bread makes you fat. Uh, is Scott here? Yeah, yeah. So do you, you said you had one that you maybe wanted? Yeah, Paul to throw? Thomas Anderson. Say it again. Paul Thomas Anderson. All right. Since you wanted this one, I will let you go first. That's hard. I don't want to pick the the one movie I I'm pretty sure you've seen. Well, just 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 pick yours, and I will. If I haven't seen it, then we'll I'm gonna just... pick Magnolia. Okay. Because I love that movie, but it would not be my pick. Interesting. Okay. You're looking up. Have yep. you seen any of this man's movies? Uh, I will tell you right now. Yes, I have. So my pick is Boogie Nights. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, have you seen any of the other ones? No. No, yeah. I have seen. I have seen Magnolia Punch. Uh, Magnolia what? Magnolia. What's it called again? It's just called Magnolia. I and then there's one, one called Punch Drunk Love. Yes, I've seen Magnolia, not Punch Like Drunk. I have not seen Lakerish Pizza. I heard it's pretty good. Uh, Boogie Nights is is '90s Mark Wahlberg, and that's just entertaining. To yeah, me. I, I knew. Uh, and I I'm knew pretty sure you Boogie see Nights. his member in it. I think so. I don't yeah. remember. Uh, but it's about uh, the the adult uh, video industry in the 90s. And that's just, sure. Yeah, I would have picked Boogie Nights, but I'm, I was almost positive that's the only one that you've seen. Um, but like, I'm, I'm just going to go down the list because I know you haven't seen the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Master, the Master is great. Uh, and he he works with like these great actors. Um, I, I don't, it's not as high up in my list in his uh, filmography, but I loved uh, Phantom Thread, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe was Daniel Day-Lewis's last official role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really good. Uh, but yeah, Punch Drunk Love, Magnolia, just fucking iconic movies. And Paul Thomas Anderson just like, I guess recently has not been getting as, a lot of uh, love. But I do love him because in film school, you he learned was a lot someone that I... I looked after. It's good. Yeah. I do have one final director. Oh, yes. Um, Thonal. No. Um, no. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. 
I haven't. The only thing I I've made is that one film, and it is well. Trash, I could also give you, I could also give you soundtrack credits for uh, a rap that you did in Spanish. I will hit you so so hard. Transitioning now into our questions of the day. Yeah. Evan might be dead after this podcast. I'm just saying, and it wasn't me, so don't call the cops. Mm, okay. Uh, our first question here comes from uh, V. Mogertoff. Yeah. Uh, asking, what do you guys do to help with the feeling of feeling alone or not caring anymore? Obviously, a very hard question to kind of sit with. Um, obviously, when it comes to feeling alone, at least... Obviously, we can talk maybe from our experiences, mm -hmm. uh, but obviously every person's different. Um, obviously, it's it's recognizing that you're not alone. Obviously, I know that's easier said than done, but obviously there are always people that care about you. You can always have friends or family or someone. There is always someone. Um, and just kind of having that moment of reflection. I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Just mm -hmm. kind of have a moment of reflection. With anything, really. Um, I know you and I have talked about just a little bit on the podcast before about how sometimes we need those moments of reflection uh, with ourselves and kind of with the people around us. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of not caring, obviously, I don't. It really just depends. Like I said, I think sitting down and reflecting and really getting down to what you feel is truly affecting you is, is the most important thing. I mean, you we can get a little more serious. You know, I know we don't do it as much on the pod, but. You know, you and I have both had different phases of our lives where it did feel like we were hitting a wall mm -hmm. um, about not caring about certain things or kind of feeling alone. And I, it's always a scary feeling. But like I said, I think it's, I think it's important to realize that you're not alone and that there is always someone. I don't know if you, you've just been staring at me. I don't know if no, you. No, I'm, I'm letting you talk. Um, so I'm going to start backwards. Um, there are very few times that as human beings, we don't, we just stop caring. Uh, the fact that stop caring about something is very hard, especially if it's something that you once cared about. Mm -hmm. It's easy to say, um, that I don't care anymore because it is a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. It is a way to, to put something to the side and say, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I will be okay. And at the end of the day, you will be okay. But you have to sit down and allow yourself to care about something that even in caring about it might hurt you. And that sucks. It does. And the feeling of loneliness is often a very big factor in something like that. Because a lot of time, loneliness is something that you feel. And it's something that the world around you might uh, continue to tell you that it's not true and continue to tell you that uh, that they're there for you. Um, and you still might feel it. And you need to understand that it, that comes from uh, a feeling inside that you need to figure out. You need to understand and you need to move forward from it. I'm going to I'm going to expose myself a little bit here. Mm -hmm. I, I left for college um, and I left for four years. Evan can tell you this. Um, I left everyone behind. And so when I came back to Miami, I, I didn't have anything. I, I didn't have friends. I didn't have 
um, I didn't have those things that uh, I, I once had in college or I once had before college. And I spent a lot of my days alone. I spent a lot of my days telling myself that that's all life would ever be. And I realized only after I got out of that, that that was an excuse for me to allow myself to be the victim or to allow myself to feel that sadness and allow it to control me. At the time, I was very depressed. And it took me a long time to be able to admit that and understand that. And it took a lot of talking to people to understand that as well. I will remember the day that that feeling started to go away. It had been three months since I returned from college. And I had spent pretty much every single day in my house. The only contact I had was with my family. I had been watching the entirety of One Piece. Uh, day in and day out, that's all I did. I stopped pretty much living. I was just... I stopped pretty much living my life and started just existing doing the things that I had to do to say that I was a human being, but I didn't have physical or human interaction other than what was around me. I remember texting Evan. I remember asking him if, if he was doing anything, if there was uh, some time that uh, like he was doing any parties or anything. And it was a terrifying thing because I, I, I wasn't someone who reached out. I wasn't someone who plans. I, I wasn't someone who does that. I, I go with the flow. He told me, yeah, we're having a party. Would you like to just come and like hang? And ever since that day of reaching out, I have had so many more friends and so many more experiences that I, I, I never thought I would. And it sucks because I realized that you do have to reach out you do have to take that step. You do have to sometimes force yourself into a situation that you might not want to be or you might not want to put other people in. But at the end of the day, we are social and human beings. And we have to have that physical and human interaction. I deal with loneliness by understanding that I have a choice not to be alone. Sometimes it just starts with me reaching out to someone and bothering them until they hang out with me. And I bothered Evan into no existence. And now I have a thousand one and one people that I can bother. And I feel bad sometimes. There are days where I truly feel low and I feel horrible for asking. But I still reach out because I know that they're still there for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, well, one, obviously, like we said, just, we hope that answers that question. Obviously, like I said, it's a very tough question to answer. Yeah. But, uh, you're never our, alone. You're never yeah. truly alone. Just, uh, no, there, there's people there that, that even can. if your head is telling you that they're not. Yeah. They are. And that goes for anyone. Just know that you are never truly alone. And, there are people that are always there for you. Yeah. Our next question is, is, is water wet? From Audrey Ellie. Uh, water is not wet. The actual act of 
the water incumbency something is what causes it to become wet. Yes? No? I don't. I. I, I yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, our follow-up question after that Adios. from D. Wetta. What is the best Disney park ride? He said Disney. <laughs> he said. <laughs> Evan, what's my favorite Disney park ride? Crush's Coaster in Disney Paris. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, so the story of this is that uh, I would always uh, tell Evan about Crush's Coaster and how fun of a ride it is and how amazing it is and everything like that. And then Evan goes, well, we're going to have to go and ride it one day. I was like, no, 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 no. I feel like I've hyped it up too much. No. Yeah, continue, continue. I feel like I've hyped it up too much. It's probably not as good as a ride. I just really enjoyed it. No, my favorite is that for, for years... We're like, yeah, man, in California, California. California. And then, you and then I up, looked it up. I go, no, no, there's no crushes coaster. And you're like, it has to be. I know I went out. And I looked it up. I go, no, no, this shit's in fucking Paris. Paris yeah. And you went, oh, you know, yeah, I did go to Disneyland right, Paris. Right. <laughs> uh, so yours is crushes coaster. Yeah. Uh, dude, mine, mine's, mine, mine fluctuates. Because on one hand, I really love yeah, the Pandora ride. Mm-hmm. Such a good... And it's not even a coaster. It's a 3D simulation ride. Mm-hmm. But just first off, the smell's on point. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a cool... I really like soaring. Avatar like experience. Um, yeah, it, no, it's not it soaring. soaring. No, because soaring, you're in a little chair and your feet are dangling. Same thing. And you got people's grippers hanging above okay, you. Okay, finish the other one. Um, It's definitely Tower of Terror for you. I fucking hate Tower of Terror. So do I. I, I do not like drop I rides. Think, I think... I think if there's ever a question of like what's the worst ride in Disney, oh, I also really, really like Rise of the Resistance. Oh, that is a very that's another good ride. going. On. I really want to ride the ones that we haven't gone on yet. The uh, Guardians, Ratatouille. I want to go now on the, the Tron, Tron ride, ride that's yeah. coming out. So one, maybe one second's out. Maybe we'll do a little Disney trip with our friends. Mm. We can we can have lightsaber battles with V Mogertoff and Cozy. Maybe uh, V Mogertoff can finally convince me that Star Wars is worth it. I'm so scared for the podcast she's on. She's the only person that I truly think can convince me about Star Wars. Maybe. Yeah. It's just just a a scroll. It's like, let me elaborate. I I want to do a friend day. Where we do the PowerPoints. Where we do the PowerPoints. And I'm I'm specifically asking Vimogratov to do convince Dono that Star Wars is worth it. Okay. Uh, our next question here comes from uh, Andrew Ferrero going, why don't you love me at breakfast with you today? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, our final question here. Although you didn't remember what uh, major he had in college. I remembered. It's just, <laughs> I don't know why in my, in the moment, my yeah, brain went like her medical, medical, herbology. medical herbology. And he's like, you mean biomedical? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that uh, our last question, Aesthetica. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can take one video game franchise, and make it into a film or show, which one would it be? That's a good one. I feel like we've gotten it. We used to have really Hogwarts bad. Legacy. They're already making a show. Did you not know that? They made a fucking movie, Evan. No. Okay. Okay. They're making they a show. Seven, actually. They're making a show about the events that happened in Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, really? Yes. And like, they straight up said, like, we're making a whole universe out of like more Harry Potter stuff, which like we talked about. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, if I could take one video game, because there's some that I would have said a while ago that I know are in development, like they're Crash making a Ghost of <laughs> Just so that no, no, Yakuza, 
No, I was going to say Mario Sunshine, but they're making a Mario. They're making a Mario movie. Because yeah. uh, there's some that I would have said that I like narrative wise, like Ghost of Tsushima, but they're making a movie of that. Mm -hmm. uh, God of War, obviously, they're making the show. Uh, we have A Last of Us. Um, I have to, I have to. Sit I would on that really, one. I would really love like a really good Halo movie. Yeah, the show I heard is not. It's not not doing mm -hmm. it because justice. Master Chief, honestly, fucking dope human being. Well, I mean, well, Spartan. what if they did the one that you? What if they do Noble? Noble Six. Yeah, the one that I said like he survives. Yeah. No, I I do think Master Chief. Uh because Master Chief, Fortnite. Master Chief is definitely the like character. Like he, you can already write the story. Like Master Chief's whole thing is that like he sacrifices his entire being for others, and like like it can be a love story between him and Cortana, and the fact that like, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be. Okay. Uh, let me write it. All right, so I got I got a few. Who owns Bungie? Microsoft. Yes. yes. Who owns the rights to Well no, doesn't doesn't Sony own it now? Didn't we do a whole podcast on how Sony now owns Bungie? No. Someone owned Bungie that Oh no, because Bungie doesn't make Halo anymore. Halo anymore. Microsoft owns Halo and 303 makes Halo. Yes. And then Bungie makes Destiny. There we go. Yeah, so I, I have a few here. I'm going with Halo, it's like, my, my pride and joy. I would like to throw off. Um this is just because I'm me. Um uh, Hades would be dope. Maybe it's like a like a series, maybe yeah, like an animated like series. Yeah, uh, I would just like to see how they would do this in live action. Final Fantasy, just that world. I think it'd be terrible. Uh, Sorry, it's okay. Uh, you just hear the Sephiroth music. I think you'd actually have a panic attack. I think this would be a really cool like HBO or Amazon series. What? Uh, Bioshock. Oh, like the first game. Yeah, I think I think that would be. Uh, Thank you kindly. Yeah, I like that. I think I think that one. I think that one would be pretty good. I I can maybe list off some more. Those are just the ones. No, I'm I'm gonna I, go with Halo. Halo's I would. I, I think Zelda would be cool too. But I think with I think we're gonna get that with all the new Nintendo sort of yeah. movies and stuff they're building. Um, so I think I think that would be good. Obviously, we could do like maybe, uh, Horizon or Tomb Raider. I think mm -hmm. those would be interesting. Uh as well uh yeah some of those you to have one moon. that would hurt <laughs> i specifically saying that for aesthetic what's what's the game that you guys played the horror game with the goats <laughs> that can't be made into well, a movie. Well, what is that called though um inscription no that's the other one aesthetica plays it's something with an eye isn't it i don't think so Devour. Devour. Yeah. Just because I think the concept of people running around chasing goats would be... I mean, they can make an Elden Ring. I thought of that, too. Right? Like, like, like any, any of the, any of the like, like, firmware. It's not firmware. Fromware. There we go. From software. Software. I like that. Like, we've been doing this that we'll get... Like, I think it was last podcast that I went... Um, uh, I was like, Labyrinth Maze. Nope. Maze Labyrinth. Nope. Maze Runner. There we go. Got to <laughs> it. Um... Yeah, I mean that'd be interesting. Just like a, I mean, because like Elden Ring would be pretty cool. The thing is, is that there's an entire lore behind it. Like jo yeah. George R. R. Martin made yeah, the made lore, lore and stopped writing. And I think Game if of Thrones, it's so, got um, that, if it has that Game of Thrones budget, Chef's kiss. Uh, but yeah, that was our final question. I know we, we we've been here for a while. I hope you guys enjoy listening to our voices. Um, if you don't, I don't know why you're here. But um, wow, 
I'm just saying. It's a little aggressive. They should like our voices. Do you I not mean, like our voices? I mean, I know I put audio filters on them, but like, I mean, pretty good. It's all right. But um, thank you guys for listening. That was our second draft pick. Uh, pretty solid. I think we we had some pretty solid yeah. choices there. I'm glad that I got. I'm glad Wes we Anderson did because I was gonna punch you in yes. the face. Uh, and as always, but you've never seen. Grand Budapest. I have never seen Grand Budapest. But I, I, as my homework, I will watch Arrival and you will watch Prisoners. Cool. Um, As always, thank you guys for listening. Um, Like we said a little earlier with our question, remember, you're never alone. Uh, If you ever need anything, turn to the people that care about you. Um, And uh, I'm just feeling real emotional this podcast. Yeah. But um, I mean, we're talking about movies that that, uh, affected us. Yeah. Uh, but just also like I I, 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 the loneliness is one thing, but like I really want to hit on the fact of like I, I not to like end this on like a downer mm-hmm. note, but like a lot of times we say we don't care to protect ourselves when we care too much, mm-hmm. and that I I I've started to learn that when people say hey I'm I'm numb I don't feel anything numbness doesn't come from feeling nothing if it comes from feeling everything and it being too much yeah. And so you have to understand those feelings and let yourself feel those feelings. Mm-hmm. So um, let yourself feel those feel those feelings and uh, know that whoever you are, wherever you are, no matter what you are, we love you. We care about you, and uh, we hope you have a good week. And we'll catch you guys next Wednesday. Yes, yes, we love you all. Everyone have a great week, and we will see you guys on the next crazy adventure of the Nerd Size Podcast. Bye.